A good conversation can shift the direction of change forever. Would you leave it to chance? Join the authors of Design to Change and explore this series of conversations with designers and event owners. Driven by the need and conversations with event owners and event designers who use the event canvas around the world, this series explores the depths of conversations to elevate your abilities to look and act beyond the now. Episodes are hosted by Rude Janssen, Rue Friesen, Dennis Lehrer, and Paul Rukens, with illustrious changemakers, designers, and pioneers in the field of design and beyond. To explore these conversations and additional content, visit designtochange.online. For now, let's start the conversation. Conversations. Welcome, Hilder Beddingsdottir, and I'm um, uh, looking at a picture of your badge because sometimes the pronunciation of names can be tricky. Um, Hilder, we've met in 2013 for the yes. first time, and here we are at IMAX 2022. How does that feel? Um, it feels quite, um, it feels, feels quite strange actually to be, um, to be in a business for such a long time that, uh, that you can say that you meet someone, uh, nine years later, almost 10 years now. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I don't know, like I, sometimes I still feel like, um, I'm new and I'm a newbie, but in reality, um, you know, I, I'm not new. I've I've been in the business for almost ten years now. So, yeah. yeah. So, the theme of the conference at the time in Reykjavik in Iceland was the future is now. Yeah. Could you have imagined nine years ago that what we've went through between 2013 and 2022 is quite a ride? That's quite a ride, <laughs> especially the past. Uh, the past two years that you don't really, I mean, you don't kind of want to think about that anymore. You you, you just kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like a 2013 to 2019 and then 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some, some highlights from the last nine years. What are some things you remember, events maybe, or things that you remember from the events industry or from what happened in, um, in your professional space that you're, let's stick to your memory. Um, I guess um, coming to, I would say coming to uh, trade shows like this, like right now we're, we're at IMAX in, in Frankfurt and um, I think what is um, memorable for, for me is uh, coming to the trade shows, meeting with people um, and then um, um, following up on the business and then um, actually um, winning conferences and then seeing them through and then seeing them actually um, being hosted mm -hmm. in, in, in your destination. Mm -hmm. So I'm, um, I'm from Reykjavik, I'm from uh, Reykjavik, Iceland. And, um, and, that's, and that's, that's quite, quite, uh, uh, quite memorable. Like for example, in, I started in 2013 and one of the first bids that I worked on was um, bidding for the World Geothermal Congress mm -hmm. back in 2013. Mm -hmm. And we won the bid in 2014 uh, to host in 2020. So it seems like forever away. It's, yeah. <laughs> and so at the time, it was like, uh, how many, like six years into the future. 
to host that meeting. And then 2020 came, and what happens? I mean, it was supposed to be in April, May 2020, and of wow. course, it didn't happen, you know. Um, so then there was a series of postponement and, uh, and such. And then um, uh, last, uh, last year, in the fall of 2021, mm -hmm. it, was, um, it, it happened. So the people of the World Geothermal um, Arena came to Reykjavik. Mm -hmm. They did like a hybrid version where they were um, um, meeting in the months before. So they did like a hybrid, um, not at the same time kind of hybrid. So mm -hmm. it was like hybrid in, um, in, in a different time mm -hmm. and then um, on site in, in the fall. So okay. it, was a, it, was a, it was actually a very good solution on, on doing a, a hybrid event and a hybrid conference and um, so that's I think that's kind of memorable for me to be part of that process and um, uh, yeah and it's it's really a long-term uh, focus the yeah. uh, these conferences and um, bidding for conferences hosting conferences it's it's a it's a it's a, it's long, a marathon it's a marathon yeah, yeah. yeah. more like a triathlon now. yeah it's a, um, <laughs> I like how you described what seemed in 2013 when we were talking about the futures now in Reykjavik. I remember speaking at your event, um, that being very, uh, a very good experience. I had a phenomenal conversation which lasted through the night, literally. I had an early morning flight out and I, I didn't even see my hotel room because the conversations were very rich around the fireplace in the lobby of the, uh, of, of the hotel. Um, and I remember being tired, but also not tired, uh, flying back uh, to, uh, to, uh, to Switzerland. Um, what you're describing where you have to imagine a kind of a future state of something and six years away, if we would say, you know, 2028 now, mm. feels like forever away, right? Yeah. You cannot imagine what that looks like. Yet, in our business, we have to, mm. right? You, you, you have to take decisions long ahead of time. Um, just had a conversation with Jennifer from Caesars Entertainment in Las Vegas and she said, you know, this whole next year is just completely booked up to capacity. The pent up demand yeah. and everything that's shifted yeah. requires you to just change the horizon of change even beyond what you would normally yeah. do. So there's also a shift in how people need to be thinking about dates and availability and mm -hmm. options and possibilities. And what you're describing is that the form and shape of the event, even with the asynchronous hybrid events taking place before, mm -hmm almost like a Sherpa preparing the trails for the mountaineers to then come in and, you know, conquer the peak, so to say. But the Sherpas do the hard work before, yeah. before, the, before the time arrives. Um, how do you as a team in Reykjavik, how do, you, how do you deal with the impatience of, let's say, I'm just thinking out loud, most shareholders can't even look beyond the next quarter. You know, uh, P&L plannings or whatever happens in companies is really like a short, very short window. Yeah. Yet this window of booking is becoming even larger than it was before. Yeah. How, what kind of tensions does that bring or how does that make you feel in your role with, um, um, uh, with the business you're in? Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's difficult. You know, you, you always have to um, uh, kind of like, um, uh, you have to... Um, like kind of like validate your existence, mm -hmm. and so, mm -hmm. so you're always you're always you know uh, getting proving. yeah proving yeah proving that like what you do and the work you do is um, 
is valuable, mm -hmm. and um, and it's I mean it's it's necessary. You have to like the work we do now, securing business into the future. It's, if you don't do it now, if you don't do it now, it's not coming. Yeah. 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 So, you know, so it's it's important, but yeah. still every, you know, you, every year that's it's true with this, with our shareholders or stakeholders, mm. you have to validate, you have to kind of like um, uh, show them every year what we've done, what we've accomplished. Okay, these are the meetings that are, you know, being booked in the destination. These are the meetings that happened. Mm. And this is, you know, this is the value that came um, out of it. And um, yeah, so we always have to remind um Remind your, sh your stakeholders. Yeah, yeah remind. Yeah. yeah, and um, so so that's uh, it, it's it's important. Yeah. So um, one of the things that we talk about on the Design uh, to Change podcast, which was built on the experience of people designing events for one purpose, you know, within one event cycle, but then the ability to kind of zoom out, you know, from the Google Street View to the Google Maps View to the Google Earth View mm -hmm. to the multi-year horizon of a project over time. And every project has a history uh, that some people know in the organization that were part of it, and others might not know if they're mm -hmm. relatively new to it. Um, if you look at the kinds of events you do for your own organization, mm -hmm. um, what 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 do you? How do you do that? What, as an event owner, you run events for your stakeholders. Um, how how does that work? Well. Um well, we, we maybe we don't really because we are, you know, I, I work for the destination, so I, we don't really run any events or or, um, or or do any of that work. It's we market the destination and and we um, uh, bid for future uh, conferences and and just make sure that um, that that we have secured uh, business into the future. So we don't really run any events in that kind of sense, except for trade shows like this. Mm -hmm. So th these are the events that we run. So we run, um, we uh, go to different trade shows that are, um, that are um, valid and important for um, our partners, mm -hmm. for the suppliers in the, in the destination, which brings them business. Yeah. So, um, so these are the events. I mean, we, of course, we don't own IMAX, but we own uh, kind of like the stand. Yeah, like the, yeah, like the, the, you know, the, yeah. So the stand at IMAX is Iceland, kind of like. It's the that's, Iceland that's, house yeah, it's within the, yeah, 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 eight. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, so you're like the mayor of a little destination yeah, village yeah. at so, this trade show. Yeah. And so, so that's, um, I mean, we have, you know, we have like a, a process of doing things, you know, of like preparation for it and, and, and all that. So, you know, with regards to communication, how do we, how we can communicate with our partners and, and like signing up for it and, and just, you know, etiquette on and how we, you know, how we are behaving on the stand and like what, how we treat each other and how we treat the clients and all that. So, yeah, of course, there's like a, we, we have our own. There's a story. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's a yeah. story, yeah. And I know the story that Iceland has is always a strong story, and it's a story that some people have, you know, um, come across. Maybe some haven't. If you would shape the story, maybe for people listening to this podcast who've never been to Iceland, um, why is an event in Iceland like this geothermal conference, for instance, or any other conference? There's another one that pops in my mind. I forget the name of it now, but it's um, I think it's in the esports industry where a lot of people get together. I think um, uh, in Iceland. Mm -hmm. And the stories are here are always very rich. Yeah. Uh, 
to such a degree where when they come back, they tell such, uh, how would I say that? Like stories that are maybe not hard to believe, but they're like stories that are very aspirational. Mm. How would you describe the story that you're trying to tell? Um, I would say, okay, so I would say go beyond the ordinary. Okay. Yeah, because um, Iceland, I mean, you're not going to go to Iceland for something typical, for something just, you know, just for a meeting room and, and, and just something very basic. You, you, then you're not coming to Iceland and you're not exploiting the, you know, the destination where, you know, where you're staying. Um, yeah, so go beyond the ordinary. I, I would say um, uh, business meets nature. You know, um, you can, you come, you have a, you can have your meeting in a setting with a very nice views, um, natural daylight and all that. But then um, it's, it takes such a short time to get out to the nature and then you can explore that as well. So um, you can incorporate that into your meeting. You can even have the meeting in the nature. So just, you know, exploiting where you are mm -hmm. uh, at the time. But then also um, take into consideration that um, um, we are, you know, we are high in sustainability, gender equality, human rights. So mm -hmm. take that also into consideration, into the program, into the uh, what the message that you want to be conveying. And we have... Um, we have good, you know, speakers, and um, uh, yeah. So there's, you know, there's a great mentality, mentality along those lines um, in Iceland, and um, so that would be an easy uh, way if, if if your, you know, if your organization um, uh, wants to kind of like progress uh, in those uh, issues, in the issue of sustainability, um, gender equality human rights you yeah. know then you know you can come yeah. you would come to our desk come to Iceland and um, and uh, explore that yeah. now that, that that future around these topics and the values that you sustain in in the destination also change over time um, do you see that as part of your role as a destination to also help shift these kind of values with organizations coming to you yeah definitely I mean we have um, annually we have this uh, meeting it's called the Arctic Circle Arctic Circle Assembly and that's I mean that's something that um, was uh, created in 2013 by one of our one uh, the former president of Iceland uh, um, he's one of the initiated of, of that of course there's a board and everything around it but um, but um, uh, it's it's gathering all the um, uh, all the countries in the in the Arctic region um, coming together, discussing all the different uh, matters with regards to um, to that region, not just clim climate change, you know, just any kind of re uh, uh, research that has um, uh, effect on 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 this uh, uh, on this uh, on the Ar Arctic region. Um, and then we have also um, uh, a, another conference uh, called. Um, uh, Women, uh, it's called a Women Leaders uh, Forum, Reykjavik Women Leaders Forum. So there's, um, that's also uh, tapping into uh, the gender equality with regards to, uh, to, to that conversation. Yeah. And I think it's powerful how those kind of legacy values or the values that you carry um, are important 
as a destination, but also how events coming to the destination deal, mm -hmm. deal and evolve in those kinds of issues, right? So um, what, what we're seeing luckily, I think, which is a good movement, is that the consciousness around these topics and the values that uh, we like to call them design principles mm -hmm. almost that you have as a result of creating a design, formulating the behavior change that the event should have in itself, mm -hmm. but also the behavior changes over time between the events, mm -hmm. the deltas of the days of the event, but especially between the events, yeah. is so critical. On that note, I'd like to ask you a question. Uh, and the question is the following. Um, the gap between our conversation in 2013 and now has been nine years, uh, which is a ridiculous amount of time. Um, we ask our guests on this podcast if we could tap them on the shoulder a year away from this conversation mm -hmm. uh, to see if the change that they're looking you know, for in maybe the destination or in their own environment or in their own horizon of change, um, how that's progressed mm -hmm. year on year. Mm -hmm. uh, would you be up for the challenge for us to reach out to you in a year and have this uh, similar conversation like this one? Sure, yeah? sure, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, uh, thank, thank you so much for, in, for inviting me. And um, I mean, it's like you said, it's been, it's been nine years. I, I would never have, uh, you know, imagined. And, and even like, um, like right now with, um, with uh, the events taking place, uh, for example, in Iceland now, um, you know, because of the if we talk a little bit about the pandemic and like yeah. what effects that has um, had, um, uh, one of the things that it had, has had on our destination is that um, uh, the esports community was looking to to Iceland because we did a, we had a good uh, did a good job with uh, maintaining uh, the, the COVID cases uh, in our destination, and they wanted to um, host one of their um, uh, esports events it's called League of Legends it's Riot yeah. Games yeah. yeah and they wanted to um, they still wanted to host uh, the event uh, live and um, so they were looking for a destination uh, to to do that but they would not have any audience they just wanted to bring the players in to the same place mm -hmm. to do the competition and um, they reached out to us and they would never bring that type of event to um, to, to Reykjavik because we don't have the, the infrastructure to host a large uh, in-person live e event because we don't have like the big big you know stadiums yeah, stadiums, where, yeah. Where, you know, where you know with uh, uh, compared to other cities that, that do that um, so so they came to us we um, succeeded in hosting that with uh, you know no problems at all and um, now we are kind of like at the forefront in this uh, esports uh, arena. arena, and um, you know, looking into that and looking at uh, creating a new um, kind of like strategy and vision with um, getting more um, esport e um, and gaming um, events to to Iceland. So that's that's something that you know, like two three years ago, we you know, it was Couldn't not not that, not almost. really on our on our radar so um, so yeah so th uh, yeah, things are changing very fast and that's and it's um, it's it's really um, it's really a cool industry the esports um, arena for sure yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's it's uh, it's very new it's it's uh, really big it's it's even it's bigger than um, the the music industry it's, it's and imagine how big super. that already is, right? Yeah. So 
and it's probably growing at the speed of you know the popularity of whatever the, yeah. the worlds are that people are in because yeah. they're very distinct worlds that they're working in. I like how you described how you know because it was relatively focused on the players now and creating an, an ecosystem for them yeah. instead of the players plus a really large live audience. Yeah, it's almost it feels like it's it's becoming. Um, it's like these concentric circles of community that are, you know, maybe peeled apart at times or stuck together at other times. That gives it a, a very different type of design as well, or a very different type of feel, and a different, a different ecosystem to live in and to work with. Right? Um, and I like that concept because it means that you have a change of stakeholder structure at your event because technically, yeah. one stakeholder is kind of slid out of the yeah. stack. Yeah. Um, the stack becomes slightly different, and all yeah. of a sudden the options of reconfiguring your event become, um, become a new option for a destination that doesn't necessarily think of its infrastructure as being suitable for a specific area. Yeah. And the area changes. And if you're not paying attention, or if you're not hearing about this, or if you're not aware of this, yeah. you might miss the boat. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, it was, you know, it, it was a, a pivot for, for, uh, for Riot Games. It, it was a pivot from, you know, creating a, an event with an with a live audience, mm -hmm. um, but but or like an in-person live audience, but then they do like a streaming. So it's a, it's a production, um, but it's totally different. If you don't have a live audience, then you then you just do it totally differently, and um, and they um, um, you know they they, they utilize the, our local. We have very good local production companies. We have a um, a, a very good track record with um, filming in Iceland. So um, yeah, so it's uh, and that's you know that's yeah. So gaming in Iceland and film in Iceland. That's that's. Uh, I love that. So you have yeah. so the so the development of the competencies that might at first not seem, you know, uh, joined by the hip. All of a sudden, you know, they, they seem like two parallel worlds that yeah. now meet now in this meeting, need yeah, and in of, this, this yeah. new type of event. Yeah. I find that terribly exciting because I think what we're discovering, just like in this podcast, I also wanted to ask you, what's it like to sit here? You know, we're in Hall Nine. Um, <laughs> There's all this buzz going on. You might hear some things in the background, like yeah, you know, yeah. roll cards and people picking up things from the cloakroom and talking around us. And yet we're sitting here in kind of this radio setting at a very small table um, in, a, in a stand, uh, yeah. you know, with on the backdrop, we've got a design of uh, the Design for Good project. Um, how does this feel to have a conversation like this in such a big setting? It's, uh, I don't know, it, it feels actually natural. I, when I sat down, I was, uh, of course, a little bit nervous. I have, I've, I've never done a podcast like this before, but, uh, but now sitting with you and just, you know, uh, having a chat, it just, uh, it just feels uh, natural. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's... Uh, it changes the dynamic of listening also, I yeah. feel, right? Because, yes, we, we are hearing some ambient noise around us, but, you know, being half a meter across from each other, looking in the whites in the eyes without having a zoom screen in between. Oh, my God, it's it's much better. It's such a relief, I, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I wonder um, if you wouldn't know this as an auditor uh, or somebody listening to this podcast, whether you sense that difference even without seeing the picture of what it's like, right? Uh, yeah, and, and yes, we will post a picture. Look at hashtag event canvas and you will see uh, Hilda and myself here sitting at, in Frankfurt. Uh, today on the 1st of June 2022, just to mark the date, right? Because yeah. you never know how long this digital asset might live in, in, yeah. you know, in wherever it's going to sit. Um, I enjoyed a lot because it's like a digital bubble within an analog bubble, yeah. yet what we're doing is very analog. Yeah. Right? The, con the conversation is the most basic thing, most, most basic form of meeting there is, right? It's true. Two stakeholders, two microphones, two headsets, one SD card, 
um, and a table and two chairs, right? That's all yeah. you need. Yeah. Um, it fascinates me how technology also changes the conversation, because we could have done this without our microphones, without these headsets. Yeah. Um, but the conversation is then different. True. And being aware and conscious about um, um, about how technology changes our behavior, but also how you know take away the in-person audience, but have you know a very large audience online in a staged production with film technology, mm -hmm. like all these new dynamic options are opening up to us. Yeah. Uh, with different risk patterns and different yeah. revenue patterns and different expectation patterns. Yeah. Um, I think there's a world of expectations out there that we can already assess because we know them from the parallel worlds. Um, with all this talk about metaverse and you know new digital locations, I think we also have to explore the locations within the locations. Yeah. Like this one, right? yeah. we've created an audio bubble in Hall 9, which if you're wondering how big it is, it's pretty big. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the world is in Hall 8, just across the hall. Um, and that has, I mean, how, how, how big is the stand that Iceland has? How many, how many people are there in your, in your, um, in your space? Do you, uh, any, any idea? Yeah, we're maybe like 10, 10 to 12. Yeah. Yeah. And then the whole space is like it has the whole world, right? So all of yeah. the destinations that people might know from the events industry are represented. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's thousands of people here in that business getting together, talking shop, right? Yeah. Supply and demand are meeting. Yeah. But talking about what's changing, so yeah. Um, so, if, if you recap, let's say the experience of IMAX 2022 now, mm -hmm. uh, nine years after we first met, how would you describe nature in Frankfurt as a theme? How would you describe what IMAX 22 is like? I think um, I think it's uh, you know it's. It's just so good to meet each other again. I yeah. think I think that's what it's like. It's like um, before you were, you know, expecting to. Of course, you you. It was nice to meet all of the um, previous uh, people that you know, and 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 nice to get to to know new new people. But this year, I think it's more uh, relevant and. People were enjoying meeting each other again. Yeah. Um, I've I've had so many conversations with people that just you know drop by, and in even even just people like walking by that weren't really expect that that I wasn't expect to meet, and that person wasn't expecting to meet me, you know. And then you're like, oh hi you, you know, how are you? How have you been? And then you you know. So it's like, I think I think that has been m much more. Um, important now than ever before that, that people you know kind of like get that reacquaintance and even and even I mean I, I even had some um, some new um, new people and new acquaintances where like at the end of the our conversation we felt like hugging you know when we were saying goodbye but it was like an it was like a new the first meeting. Yeah, yeah yeah it was the first yeah. yeah so and I, I don't think that's anything that what seen before no no no, no. So I think that's um, that, that's that's a little bit different. And then talking, like you said, you mentioned the metaverse. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed um, um, the Iceland take on that Icelandverse. Did you see that haven't, campaign? Haven't noticed, no. You haven't. Okay. No. So you'll have to look into that, and maybe yeah. you'll put put a link to that on Definitely the. Definitely will. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah. So 
Iceland verse. It's like a, it, it was a campaign that kind of like came right after the um, the launch of the of the metaverse. Yeah. Uh, or not of the meta, not the metaverse. That's a more of a okay. like concept. Yeah. So meta. Meta yeah. itself. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. So you'll. We'll just put in a video of that, and and then you'll you'll make see sure that. Yeah, make sure to check it out. If yeah, make to yeah, make sure to check it out. And it's a, yeah, that's a, it's it's kind of like our you know funny take on um, on uh, you know come to Iceland and see it for yourself with your real eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And if you haven't come across the Icelandic humor, uh, you're going to be literally <laughs> uh, amazed. Uh, I never cease yeah. to be amazed. Uh, yeah. I have the pleasure of flying on Iceland there again uh, next month, going out to San Francisco. I choose it by purpose because I just like flying through Reykjavik and the experience of the tongue-in-cheek humor is yeah. just outstanding. Uh, just can't wait to make another stop over there and spend a bit of time, yeah, uh, hopefully nice. with an event or some reason why we will uh, be able to see the gorgeous backdrops. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. Next Thank year you. we're going to reach out again. Oh, wonderful. And um, Looking forward to it. Hildur, this was a treat. Thank you. Thank you. This has been another episode of the Design to Change Designer Conversation Series. Explore these conversations and additional content at designtochange.online. Want more right now? Tune into the backstage episode of this conversation and hear what the experts discuss offstage. 